0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the season two finale of Tipping the Turtle.
1: You know, like that horn thing that the the, the kids do these days.
0: Oh, yeah, I know. You, know.
1: you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they call that. What The, the tri-horn. The tri Because they do it three times.
0: Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. Is that like... The, is it? The triceratops a... of... You know, meme sounds.
0: (laughs) I'm Jeff Silvers. Just (laughs) kill. Joined as always by my broadcast colleague, Nick Bryant. What's up, yo? Yeah, Nick's Nick's pouting and he's not going to do a voice for the season (laughs) finale. No voice. No voice. Um, I'm so sad that you're not doing irritating ass voice. Yeah. Um, We did, you know, this is our season two finale, and yet it's kind of our first season finale. Because we didn't really get to do a proper season finale last year, did we? No, we didn't. We just kind
1: of, like, circumstances happened, and we're like, you know what? Let's make this the end of a season.
0: Yeah, we... I don't know if this is too behind the scenes for anyone, but this wasn't even going to be a season-based show originally. Like, we were... If you listen to the early episodes, I'm like, this is episode three. And I just assumed that, you know, in years, I would be like, well, this is episode 98. And, you know, just keep going like that. But then... We got six episodes in, and I think we went, like, three weeks where we couldn't record. Yeah. Like, it just... It, circumstances kept happening, and then I was like, well, fuck it. That was season one, and I just posted a thing on Facebook that was like, thanks to everyone for all your support this season. Season two, coming soon.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, what was it like? I got COVID, and, like... Yeah,
0: we re- we've the- never talked about that on the podcast, so you got <laughs> fucking COVID. <laughs> I did, I did.
1: I was infected with the virus.
0: Like, one of the most careful...
1: Yeah, I, did, I borderline germophobic people I know. I don't. I wouldn't even say borderline. Like I just, there was just so, like I just did not do anything. I didn't go yeah, anywhere. You were a hermit. I was literally a hermit, and like I finally, like after weeks, had to get the gas at a gas station, and I went in because I also wanted to get coffee. And th- this is how I think I got infected because I didn't really go around anyone. I like shirked my family. I didn't go to Christmas or Thanksgiving. Yeah, or, like, I was anything. like the only
0: like, person you were seeing, and literally. I also was being very careful. <laughs> yeah, we were both
1: being like extremely cautious. But I went to a gas station, and this is how you know that I'm not borderline germaphobe is because I, I'm very careful to use one hand for a, for the doors and for touching things, and the other hand for just like cups and what I'm bringing to my car with me. Yeah. And this time I was wearing a jean jacket that day because I just wanted to be extra fucking stupid looking. (laughs) And, uh, I love jean jackets, actually. I was like, denim, denim, denim. And, uh, (laughs) so I, so I I touched it, and as I touch the thing, I go out into my car, and, like, it's cold that day. And I, uh, I have this thing where my nose itches when I get into my car for some reason. I have no idea why, now my nose is itching thinking about it. And, uh... So I just, before I do the squirt of the hand sanitizer ritual, I rubbed my nose with my hand that I touched the door with. And then five days later, I was sick with COVID. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that's what it was. So, so, you know, be careful around those handles is all I'm saying. And, and you know what, if you're not vaccinated right now and you're listening to this podcast, just stop listening to us till you get vaccinated. Just quit.
0: Yeah. You imbecile. Of course, it's easy for us to say that on the season finale. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to take a bold stand. A bold political stance on the season finale. If you're not vaccinated, stop listening to our show at the end of this episode, and you don't start listening again until you're vaccinated or we start doing season three. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's the deal. No, but seriously, go get vaccinated. Uh, I'm vaccinated now, I believe... Aren't you
0: vaccinated? Yeah, I'm vaccinated. Yeah, I was yeah. vaccinated before you. That's right, that's right. Yeah, I was vaccinated before it was cool.
1: I got tired on my second dose of the vaccination.
0: I didn't get anything. Like my, yeah, girl, luck, my girlfriend. Yeah, you lucky asshole, she, you got like nothing. Yeah, my girlfriend when she got vaccinated, she had like a solid twelve hours to like twenty four hours, something like that, of just getting wrecked with flu like symptoms and then she was fine and I was anticipating it. Um but then I didn't I didn't even have like a headache. I was just fucking normal. It was perfect. One of
1: my uh, friends, I guess you could say, was sort of an acquaintance. They uh, they posted it and then quickly deleted a thing on Facebook where they were like, listen, did anyone else catch COVID from their second dose of the vaccine? And then everyone was instantly like, no, that's not possible. This is how <laughs> vaccines work, blah, blah, blah. And, and I was even going to post something, but before I could post anything, they deleted it. No, and with the message, this is exactly why I was afraid to post this. And I was like, (laughs) "Why? Because you might have been wrong wrong about
0: it. (laughs) You know, I I don't know." This is exactly why I was afraid to post this because I'm dumb and think dumb things.
1: Yeah, I mean that's the that's the problem. Is like this person's not dumb though. That they they're like completely like on the correct scientific side of things. Normally, it's just like they had symptoms, so they just assumed they got it. You know, it's just one of those things. I feel bad. Like, if you're some for some reason listening to this, I'm not making fun of you. I'm just saying that was kind of a weird occurrence. Now I feel bad. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. I'm going to own it. <laughs> I'm going to own it. That was a stupid thing to post. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope you're funny. feeling better. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving on. That's why we did the first finale. This is the, a deliberate
0: finale. Yeah. And uh, I guess our topic today is... Uh, it's not. There's not really a topic. I was. No. I was telling Nick, you know, because most of the time, you know, you go through our episodes, you see we usually have some sort of overarching topic. Even the episodes where we covered a couple things, and like the early ones where we had segments, which we don't really do that anymore. But um, you know, there was usually some kind of big topic we were talking about. But I feel like this being the season finale, this is like the last week of school, you know, where it's like. Yeah, the teacher's like, I know I'm supposed to be giving you guys work. There's supposed to be a curriculum, but why don't we just watch Bill and I all week? This is when you watch Stand and Deliver in math class. Yeah,
1: this is Stand and Deliver. Yeah, have you never watched Stand and Deliver?
0: No. Do we have to do the no no? This can is a we not, thing. Can this we, is we not have a thing. fucking episode of this podcast <laughs> where you don't reference some fucking movie and then you say you've never seen this? Apparently movie? not. Apparently. God damn it! No, this is a. What is, this is deliver?
1: This is a famous famous film. It's it's famous for being included in classrooms because it's it's about and I forgive me, I forget his name. I, I think his name is Edward James Olmos. He's a yeah. he's a, Latin, a Latino actor, um, Hispanic. I'm not sure which, but uh, he. Um, the reason that's relevant is because he teaches in a in the movie. He's a teacher, a math teacher in a an urban area where you know these kids are like oh they're troublemakers or whatever and like, you know they're lower income, political blah blah blah. Anyway, they're like just they're shitty towards him at first they're like oh you know fuck you teacher guy blah 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 and then he's like no this is stupid i'm gonna make you guys into math whizzes and he totally does so like we we would watch it in math class all the time they'd wheel in the tv on the cart you know with the the vcr and you just they would pop in stand and deliver i watched it like maybe 10 times
0: Man. Throughout I, my
1: whole school experience. Just, I
0: never watched I've never even heard of it until just now.
1: It's probably when the uh, the teacher was like hung over from, <laughs> <laughs> from the weekend and they're like, you know what, it's uh, you know, grading test today, so you <sighs> uh, you just uh watch Stand and Deliver. And you gotta be uh you know, enthusiastic about it. We're gonna do a quiz after this and the I next day they come never in. A quiz. No, there's never a quiz. There's like a beer stain on the VHS cover and like <laughs>
0: There, I, I we didn't got a new have, teacher. Like. <laughs> I didn't ever have the alcoholic teacher that would make me watch Stand and Deliver. I did have a teach, <clears throat> a math teacher in like seventh grade, I think, that uh, fucking hated his job and was like overt and explicit to the students about the fact they hated his job. He spent the first half of the school year mostly talking about this old job that he had like he would just bring it up at random while i was talking like see back when i was working at blah 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 just in the middle of a fucking lecture about math (sighs) i hate that man it wasn't even like an old teaching job it was like some other thing he did he was like basically walter white he just resented the fact that he was teaching (laughs) and just always thought about the old job that he had that he should still have um And then he spent the first half of the school year doing that. He spent the second half of the school year talking about the new job he was going to get when he quitted teaching at the end of the school year. (laughs) So the the only real substantive thing I remember about that class is the time he got super pissed because people were talking and he took a ruler or not a ruler, a, a yardstick and he was like everybody be quiet but every time like every syllable he was punctuating by smacking the yardstick against the like chalk holder under the chalkboard you know and then on the last one be quiet he hits it and the yardstick yardstick snaps in half and the snapped off piece goes and just goes flipping past his head and he just ah, and he just like startles (laughs) (laughs) and then just stands there quiet for a second and then continues with the fucking lesson like nothing happened wow yeah it was the most intense moment that i've ever had in a math class god
1: no i mean that's it is a good movie technique it's just you know it's also got uh God it's got other actors that are famous now, like more famous and stuff but uh, so it's a very uplifting movie it's just I've seen it like ten to fifteen times in class so very very funny but uh yeah well stand and deliver yes yeah, stand, stand got, and deliver you know you've what
0: got Nick's official recommendation if you need an uplifting math related <laughs> film know. yeah if
1: you if you need a math and uplifting film there you go you know what you just said just now yeah let me
0: just repeat that <laughs> oh, did i mention we don't have a topic <laughs> i i hate when i do that like somebody will say something or they'll make a joke and then i think i'm building on that but really all i do is like make a lesser version of that joke I'm like ah yeah. oh, fuck why did i do that i do have friends uh, from high school
1: um that when <laughs> they might listen to this they'll know exactly what i'm talking about but but like My M.O. for the longest time was to, like, whenever they would say a joke in person, I would, like, repeat the joke back to them, but laugh. So they'd be like, "Oh yeah," and then I went into the truck, and I'd be like, "You went into the truck!" <laughs> like it was, just, it was just like a stupid, like vocal tick or something. I don't know what to
0: call it. But- it's it's like you went to some seminar where they're like, "Here's how you can relate to people," and they're like, "Repeat, you know, repeat the things they say to you." Repeat right. the last thing that. They but said. you thought they meant like all the time, every time. <laughs> Oh fuck! We do have video game related things we're going to talk about today, tangently at least. Yeah, um, just not really, you know, def- a defined uh, outline. I usually come to this with some kind of outline, uh, and we don't have that today.
1: You know, one thing I do—we
0: uh... didn't even do the music. We didn't. <laughs> we didn't do the music. We, uh, we don't.
1: fucking have to do the music. Yeah, nit, 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 nit. <laughs> All right, you know what? I'm going to do a live performance of that.
0: Oh, Nick's busting there you out. Go. All right. <laughs> This is a
1: melodica. Where the fuck is it? What the fuck?
0: <laughs> I wrote this. <laughs> this. This is your music, Nick. Alright, there
1: you go. I heard part of it there.
0: The tipping the t- turtle theme by the way in season three that's gonna be we're gonna do it live every single time oh goody on that particular instrument that you were playing just now goody goody drops. we're gonna do it live but can you play an accordion no okay you need to learn accordion between seasons because every episode's gonna have a live accordion treatment of the tipping the turtle theme song you got it all right cool um Wow. Great. This, yeah. This is uh this is our best well, material. Glad yet. we just did a best of. <laughs> yeah, glad. Yeah, I'm glad we d- I'm glad I put together the best of before we recorded this episode because this episode is not going to have any content that would have made it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Um, we were talking about uh your your brush with COVID earlier and uh one thing we were going to talk about today was the way that the pandemic changed um, how we shopped for video games and changed the whole experience around that, and you had uh, some experience with some flea markets that you used to frequent. Yeah, like uh,
1: we mentioned before, that a local flea market where I live uh, called Dean's closed down, and it was which uh,
0: was the home of the roast and infet- roast. The roast. roast. God fuck <laughs> the roast infested in '64. It had a whole pot roast inside of it. <laughs> <Wow>.
1: <laughs> uh No, it was a it was a roach infested. Nintendo 64 and yeah that's I mean they never had any game related peripherals but very occasionally when they did I'd snag those up but I also used it as like they had a little music shop in there where I could yeah. buy like guitar strings and like all sorts of cool stuff uh, update on that I guess um, they there have been people going in and out of there and they've been like moving stuff in there and moving s- stuff out of there and but oh. they, they put plywood over all of the windows and in one of the window sections there wasn't this thing I was about to say before but there's like a little office that they set up. There's like a desk and a chair it looks like maybe Hmm. they might be opening another flea market or something but I'm not sure. Like every time I drive by there I like creepily like slow down and try to like absorb any details that i can because i just want another flea market that's like within a two minute drive of my house
0: you know i bet that they get sick of people because you're not the only one i assume slowing down as you drive by but also what do you expect when you put up fucking plywood you're basically saying like we have something interesting happening yeah, in, here. Something in here especially what in my could fucking it be town. especially, yeah, in, my especially my fucking in this town, town. There's nothing
1: to look at or yeah. do it's like oh there's a new, did you know like like, right next to it, there's a uh, a place that used to be a gas station when I was a kid. And they actually got in trouble and shut down during 9-11 because they gouged prices up to, like, $15 a gallon. And there all were right. literally, like, hundreds of cars in a line all down that road. That's and then, some
0: ball behavior.
1: Actually, they were named Easy Mart, and we used to call them Sleazy Mart all the time <laughs> just because they were also just a shitty gas station. But uh, But they shut down because of that. Uh, we all assume anyway. They shut down like right after that. So. Yeah. But anyway, they just
0: retired on the <laughs> on the inflated gas money. Yeah. <laughs> um, well,
1: technically, we don't have to give it back. But uh, no, that's been empty for God almost twenty
0: years now. That uh, the the Easy Mart. Yeah, the Easy Mart. Yeah. actually, de- definitely
1: twenty years by
0: now. So and, I used uh, to live in this town too when I was much younger, like before Nick and I even knew each other. I lived in this town, and uh, I remember that gas station. Um, I don't know that I ever went inside of it. This, I, I have nothing to add to this. Story. Yeah, thanks for your contribution. <laughs> I remember also a gas I station. I also remember that gas station. Hoo-ha. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the story's interesting now because I said something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so there's, they've literally never replaced it with anything. It's just been an empty shell of a building the whole time, and occasionally, like a kid will throw a rock through the window or whatever. And, uh, but they just started putting... And it makes some, the paper, because this town is boring as shit. God damn. <laughs> but seriously, like, they, like, nothing's been happening. And then, all of a sudden, just a few weeks ago, like, well, I'll say like three months ago, I started noticing there was, like, cars there and people, like, going in and out and, like, moving equipment and stuff. And I'm like, holy shit, are they gonna put something there? Are they gonna reopen the gas station? Oh, man, jeez, yes! Was it a meth lab? No, they turned it into a freaking uh, dog grooming place. Oh. And, and they don't even have a real nice banner. Like, sorry if you own this place. I don't know who owns this. <laughs> but, like, they don't even have a real nice banner. They have, a like, a poster board-sized banner. So you literally have to, like, have a pair of binoculars or drive into the parking lot, which I had to do, to see what the fuck it is. Huh. Like, they don't have, a, a like, an actual banner on it.
0: It's probably a front... Maybe. I don't, a front I don't for know. drugs. Man, I am making it's a... a fr- bo- fr- we said the name of this place. I'm making a bold-ass accusation against a business that is now identifiable because I'm going to have to bleep out the fucking name of the business because I just made. I just accused <laughs> them of running a front. It's That's libel. <laughs> it's a front for dog drugs. Dog, my, doggy heroin. My dad uh, had, a, <laughs> had a story. My dad was a bail bondsman. That's not really relevant to the story, I suppose. Other than that... He dealt with a lot of like, you know, criminal type folks based on the fact that he was a bail bondsman. And so I think he just knew stuff. And um, there was a time he and his partner were going in, uh, they were driving through a part of town and his partner's like, they went to like, a there was a barber shop in that part of town. And he's like, oh, I'm going to go get my hair cut. And my dad's like, my dad knew that this particular barber shop was a front for drugs. <laughs> so he's like, I don't know if you want to get your hair cut here. And he's like, no, no, it'll be fine. So they go in, and and Bill's, you know, like they go in, and there's like the way my dad described it, there's one chair, and they're like just two dudes standing around there, like they have one barber chair, and the, and Bill just goes in and sits down, and he's like, you know, oh, I just want to blah blah blah, so start talking about the haircut he wants, and the two dudes are just standing there dumbfounded, like this has never happened before, <laughs> they've never had somebody actually come in and request to have a haircut, and one of them just goes. Oh, uh, my scissors are broken.
1: <laughs>
0: my scissors are <laughs> Like, they've never, they apparently just never had anyone come in and ask in this barber shop for anything except drugs. And so they just kind of like, oh, yeah, my scissors are broken. I can't cut your hair today. They should at least keep, like, a electric buzzer and, and be like, oh, sorry, we're only offering
1: military haircuts at this time.
0: No, what they should do is just learn how to cut hair. I mean, like, be like the fucking guy from Breaking Bad with that, you know, sold identities out of his vacuum shop, but also really repaired and sold vacuums. Mm. Like, if you're going to have a front, have a front. Yeah, all right, yeah. That's my advice to you, poodle care place- Make sure drumming. that somebody can at
1: least groom the dogs Yeah, when they bring them in and don't fill the dogs with cocaine.
0: See, I now have a dilemma because I either have to bleep out the name of the gas station so you can't identify the business we I just accused of being a front, or I have to cut out all that joke about it being a front.
1: Hey, it's up to you. <laughs> Fuck. So, anyway, so Dean's closed down, uh, and I've just been noticing this trend of, like, all these flea markets and little little places and things that i enjoy closing down and one of them was called uh the fancy flamingo which was kind of a successor to my favorite flea market of all time around here which used to be called connie's very interesting story there if you want to delve into that sometime but uh <laughs> that includes a double murder oh
0: my god <laughs> that was a fucking oh that was crazy yeah it was but, uh... I, and I didn't realize... We'll we'll talk about it sometime, or maybe later this episode. We don't... We're not fucking doing... Whatever. Yeah, it's, we're
1: not doing, like, hometown favorites here. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was a really great flea market. It had a lot of, uh... A lot of potential. It was like a big warehouse kind of thing. You know, just yeah. tons of aisles. Certain parts were air-conditioned. Certain parts weren't. Just the perfect atmosphere, I you liked know?
0: Fancy Flamingo, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was good. It was good. But then I went there the other day uh, with my... I think it was before I was with my sister or something... We were hanging out, yeah, for a birthday, and, um, like, that's relevant. And uh, I was going to stop by there, but they're fucking closed down. Just yeah. completely boarded up and everything. So we went to Etc. which is right next to it, but they they hardly ever have anything. Really cool place, so you should check it
0: out. Et is where I bought my Sega Genesis.
1: Yeah, they I mean they yeah. I shouldn't say they never have anything. They do have a lot of game stuff there. It's just not stuff I'm interested in.
0: Yeah, or stuff so, it's I I know that when I bought my Genesis they also had an Atari twenty six hundred there, I think, or just had some peripherals for it, but I got my Genesis for super fucking cheap. I got it for like twelve bucks with yeah, pretty much everything. I think I had to buy either the video cable or the power cable, I had one and not the other. Okay. And Cheap. I had a controller. Cheap solution. Yeah.
1: That's not the only two that shut down though. There's also this one that's over by um we have a lake in the town I live in and uh it's over like near where you would turn off to get to the lake and uh it I don't even remember what it was called. It was just like a little tiny thing over by it's over by that Mexican restaurant that's in town.
0: Habaneros, mm-hmm. very good restaurant um and like should we just say the name of the place that we're talking about the I don't town know. i mean because like we've pretty much identified we've already
1: said that i live in carthage before
0: have we yeah
1: oh. and anybody that did some cursory googling up my name yeah, would find so. that i live in carthage so it's fine it's just it's a boring town um well now you can really find where i live huh you should just bleep out the name of the town. Believe in every other piece of context that we have.
0: So if we've already can, mentioned that I live in. Beep. Yeah. So if somebody if somebody wants to find out where you live, they just at least have to do some legwork. Yeah. There you yeah. go.
1: Anyway, fucking this place was okay. I actually bought um a my high definition Genesis from this place. I'm pretty sure. No, no, sorry. I bought that from Tartan Traders, which also closed down.
0: Yeah, they closed down pre-pandemic though.
1: Yeah, they, they did close down
0: pre-pandemic. But Tart no. Traders was in Joplin, and they were fucking awesome. They I were awesome, it. man. Tiny little place, but so fucking cool. Very the People that ran it were awesome. Yeah, I got oh my my, I got
1: my thing there. My uh, Sega Genesis High Definition, which this was in great condition. Yeah, cleaned I cleaned up really nice. I bought a
0: bunch of games there and other stuff over <clears> the <throat> years. But this this one
1: place also had Sega Genesis crap all the time and like guitar stuff and old records and you know it had the cursory antiques and bullshit but you know it was pretty cool like they they were open special hours like they were open on like mondays wednesdays and thursdays or something like that but they were pretty cool and they're just like five minute drive from my house you know it was all these like
0: little places i used to go to just shut down shut down shut down i wonder if these flea markets that shut down during the pandemic because it's i mean it's it's not just been flea markets there have been video game stores and i mean obviously all kinds of businesses that have been impacted but we're specifically talking about these places because that's what we do you know um i wonder if now that things are starting to kind of get rolling again we're starting to see businesses pick up people are getting vaccinated etc if we're going to see some of these stores that shut down Come back if we're going to start seeing maybe different flea markets open, different video game stores. Um, it's going to be interesting to kind of see what the complexion of that is because it definitely changed collecting, and it changed shopping for these things. Oh yeah, um, in a big way. I'm wondering also if maybe just that business once you know you in like communities where those flea markets just went away and those video game stores went away, and that business obviously probably just went to the internet. And I wonder if that's just going to be a permanent change could be.
1: Yeah, I mean nothing really beats uh walking around in a flea market, you know. So I'm oh, yeah. I'm hoping that those just continue to exist as long as junk exists, you know. Yeah. But uh, it could very well go the way of the video rental stores, which, by the way, the very last video rental store in my town closed down as well.
0: Yeah, mine did, too, uh, during the, well, nearest to me. I As much as I was shitting on the town you live in, like, I live in a much more boring <laughs> yeah, town. Yours is, like, a tenth of the size. Yeah,
1: but, I mean, it's like... Don't you have a church, literally, like, across from a church, like, just two churches facing one another?
0: Yeah, and it's not a big enough town to realistically support... So, and then there's another church on the other side of town. Yeah. What was that? Meh. <laughs> yeah. Meh. Yeah. Hey, you know what we've not talked about in a long time? What? Video games. Hey, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, didn't you have something you want to talk about? Yeah, yeah, there was something cool I was going to bring up. Um, again, this is all just fucking random ass topics we're doing now that we're going to tangentially relate to video games if we can. Yeah. Um, but this was something cool that i've kind of bit i just kind of got into it's not really new it's been around for like oh years i think but retro achievements um what are retro achievements well, let me tell you Nick um so, I mean, we're all familiar hey, with it. Let me
1: get the, the roller card with the TV and the VHS tape out really quick. <laughs> of Jeff
0: explaining retro achievements. The inspirational movie I made about retro achievements.
1: How am I going to teach these kids? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but we're familiar with achievements in video games, because that's like every video game has them. And I a lot of people, I've heard a lot of people shit on achievements. They're like, oh, it's, dumb. it's just They just... Oh, Artificial way to pad out the game, blah blah blah. But I'm a fucking idiot for that shit. I love achievements in video games. Yeah, man. You know they're not I fucking love s- it. They're not so
1: different from like completing a quest or getting a special item or something yeah. like you. You know the nah, 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 Yeah, sound in Zelda. Like how fucking cool is that? Like every time you find the chest and you're just waiting to hear the sound and your brain's like, yeah, you did the thing. You got it. You got it. You did exactly. it. You Look, achieved it.
0: I mean, if we break down to its its You know, most microscopic level, what playing a video game is. It's just fucking getting reward chemicals zapped into your brain constantly. That's all it is. Yeah, man. So this is just another way for me to get those delicious reward chemicals and probably fuck up my brains. Even Pong. Serotonin and dopamine <laughs> <laughs> interpretations. Even the,
1: the like most basic version of a game, Pong. Yeah. Like, you, you win when you get the seven points or whatever. Like, yeah, I won, yeah. yeah. And you're like in a bar with your friend and you won against him and you got all his quarters or something. He's got to buy a drink now or whatever.
0: And how much better would Pong have been if you could, like, hit the ball, and, like, when you put English on it, you get, like, bloop, and there's a little achievement that's, like, has a clever little name, and, you know, yeah, one, English Muffin, and you get fucking, you know, over yeah, many there you go.
1: points. Win 15 straight games in a row, or whatever, like, yeah. that, that just adds an extra layer to the game. Anybody complaining about it is just looking for a reason to complain. Yeah. It's uh, not the same thing as complaining about DLC, because that's a completely different thing and you can totally complain about that. Right. It's shit like that is complainable. This is not complainable. It's just an extra neat thing with the game.
0: You Fuck don't, off. That you don't even have to fucking pay attention. Yeah, to you don't have you, don't you just to. ignore the achievements. Turn them off. Yeah. <laughs> so retro achievements is basically a way of taking that and um, making it available for retro games, old video game like from the Atari up to, I don't know how high up it goes. I know they do at least, like, PlayStation and N64, they have it available. Well, and then after that, most consoles have achievements of some kind. Yeah, you
1: start to getting the, into the, the generation. I mean, Xbox the, was the first one? Like, the original Xbox? Was maybe. Pretty sure that was the first one that had, like, the straight up, like, bloop,
0: you did this thingy! They definitely had it on 360. Yeah. So I don't know about I don't know about original. I never Xbox. had an original Xbox, so yeah. I don't know. But um, <clears throat> the way re- the way it works with retro achievements is you do it through an emulator, and you can you can either go to retroachievements.org and download one of their like pre-approved emulators they have there that support this, um, or a lot of emulators that run in RetroArch have the support built into RetroArch for this. Um, but uh, it's. You just sign up for an account, and they. I think the way it works, it's like you load up your ROM and you play it, and you're. You know, they don't provide the games. These are just your own ROMs that you have, your own ROM files. And I think it just looks at the.
1: Whatever, I was wondering f- how that would work. Like, you th- I think like somebody would have to go in and find the the signature that, like, the variable that changes whenever you do they something. Do. That's pretty much how they program. Oh, sweet!
0: So it loads, it loads the like the emulator loads the ROM and somehow it reads that and knows what game it is. It's not based on the file name or whatever. Like you could rename your game and it still knows it's Double Dragon Two or whatever. Um, but it it detects what game you're playing, and then it's you know. I think it queries the retro art or not retro arch the retro achievements database, and it's like, oh cool, it has these achievements available for it that you've not unlocked, and then it just starts looking for those address values to see like, oh okay, you know, this is the first time you picked up this weapon, you get an achievement for it. Um, awesome, it's super fucking cool. They don't have it for every game, but they have it for a ton of games, um, and it's just it's just awesome. And like I said, I'm a I'm a fucking idiot for achievements. Any kind of collectible in a video game, I love. And so once I started messing around with this uh, just a couple days ago, I was like, holy shit, it's like this massive library of games that I have (laughs) that I can do this for now, these old games. So uh, that's something cool to check out, Retro Achievements. You have to sign up for an account at retroachievements.org. Look at the emulators they have. Um, I mean, it is emulation-based, so if you either don't have experience with that and you're not really wanting to learn how to Set all that up, which isn't really that hard, but or you know, you don't want to jump into doing something that is technically Questionable.
1: illegal. Questionable, yeah.
0: Um, and we already did our episode where we talked about emulation, so whatever. I don't know what you're talking
1: about, <laughs> but no, that's that's very cool. I would love yeah. to like go on my Super Nintendo and like play the same Super Mario World game I've played for a thousand years yeah. and just have new achievements pop up.
0: Yeah, oh, they've cool. got to
1: have them for Super Mario Worlds, surely.
0: Oh yeah, they do. I'm sure. I um, I played. Uh, they have it for like all the Mega Man games because I did that, and they have it for. Um, I mean, just like a ton of games. I'm not going to go into the games I know they have it for because it's list all fucking every bunch. game alphabetically. Yeah, let me let me go into their website real quick and list all of the games that they have support for. <laughs> um, but now, so that's a cool thing you should check out. Um, yeah, that's all I got on that. Nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Uh...
1: I don't know the uh you know i want to keep it with old games mostly here but um i have something that kind of ties in with that I've, i've you know as most of you that have been listening know i got a an xbox series x i just managed to get one um from what i understand they're not terribly hard to get now but playstation 5 still are so sorry if you're still looking for one of those but uh i've had a series x for several months now and um I only really play it whenever I get to see my stepkids, um, which is usually, like, every other week or so. And we usually spend, like, one or two nights together. And, um, you know, we play all sorts of games and things like that. Uh, Recently, we've been playing Resident Evil 8, Resident Evil Village, whatever you want to call it. Um, Very... Very cool game, actually. Yeah, <laughs> Yes, with, uh... <laughs> Super scary, big vampire lady.
0: I was gonna say you probably know the one thing I know about that game.
1: Le- I believe her name is Lady Alcina Dimitrescu.
0: Dimitrescu. That's why I didn't know. How- I didn't know her first name at all. But the Dimitrescu, I didn't know how to pronounce that. You say Dimitrescu, Dimitrescu. and you just barely pronounce the U. That's how oh. she says it in the game. Yeah, the big vampire lady.
1: Yeah, big va- and She is actually. Fucking terrifying, by the way. Like I thought she was just gonna be like, "Oh, I'm a mean person." Hoo hoo. But thank-
0: like, <laughs> like she just says, "Me." She just insults your clothes. Like <laughs> she, you get there and she's like, "Oh, did you shop at Baby Gap or something?" And you're like, "Oh, I thought these clothes fit really well." I I, Goddamn. I don't
1: want to spoil it for anybody, but there is a part that is not in any of these memes that you don't see. Yeah. That's like the end of when you deal with that particular situation, and it is goddamn terrifying, I gotta tell you. Definitely
0: recommend that game. Wait a minute, okay, if you don't want Resident Evil Village spoiled for you, cover your ears for the next, unless you're driving. <laughs> <laughs> if you're driving and listening to this, don't cover Just your turn ears. turn it off. Just turn it off for the next, like, what, like, 15 seconds? How long do you think this is gonna take? It'll, uh, 15 seconds. 15 seconds, starting now. What happens?
1: Alright, they don't tell you any of the memes or anything, but she turns into this massive... Fucking horrifying monster, and I'm not usually horrified by monsters, but like this is a crazy shit. I play tons of Resident Evil games and stuff, terrifying. And Damn. she chases you around a tower, and you have to like try to. Oh my god, I'm telling you, it's, it's frightening. Anyway. I'll have
0: to I'll have to look up image because I'm never gonna play Resident Evil Village probably, but I'll I'll look up. Uh,
1: yeah, if you if you, you want to see what something. I just described, you can find it on YouTube. Yeah, I'm sure like a full walkthrough thing. I do that with a lot of games that I know I'll never play or be good enough to play. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, you know, I watched like the entire movie on, like you can go on YouTube and search for any game full movie and it'll just yeah. show you all the cutscenes and sometimes relevant gameplay in between if it has something to do with it. But, um,
0: that was the reason that super smash brothers for Wii U and for three DS, um, didn't really have an adventure mode. With, uh, because, uh, because they didn't want people to
1: see the movies?
0: Well, because Super Smash Brothers Brawl had a really acclaimed adventure mode, which was, um, Subspace Emissary, and it had all of these, um, yeah, I played that. Yeah, and it, awesome. had, it had all these, like, videos, uh, like character interactions and stuff, and, like, a whole story that plays out, and, um, it was really good, and but they the videos I guess for that leaked online like as soon as the game was released, like people just completed it and recorded all the videos and put them online, and so um, I forget which person it was that was involved with the game, but he said basically when they made um, the the two games after that, the you know for Wii U and 3ds, they're like, fuck it, we're not going to put all this time into making these videos for players to find and unlock and find you know get this great story if it's all going to be on YouTube anyway. And they could just find it that way, so they just didn't That's do That's a cop-out, though. Come on. Yeah, I think it was more
1: All the gameplay's gonna be on it, too. What the fuck are you gonna do about that? <laughs> they just released a
0: game with no gameplay. It's just the title <laughs> screen. <sighs> no, I think it was more a matter of, like, there's a ton of resources that go into making that kind of thing. Both time and money. Going, going into making, like, those kinds of videos. And so they're probably like, well, look, we feel like players don't appreciate it as much... Because they just went online and watched it anyway, so instead of spending resources doing that, we'll put it to something else.
1: Yeah, like including only JRPG characters.
0: That wasn't as big of a problem for Wii, for the ones on Wii U uh, and 3DS, because they had, like, Ryu was a DLC character, and Bayonetta, and... Yeah, yeah this... Nick is still even though Nick doesn't have a switch Nick is still very been out of shape about the number of JRPG characters that are in uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate which I also feel like they have leaned into that genre pretty heavily I know there's
1: a huge massive fan base for that sort of thing but like unless you've literally just played every single one of them like and and the, even the Fire Emblem characters that have been in the last couple of games have bothered me Because they are clearly overpowered. And I'm not just saying that as, like, I keep losing. I like to lose, actually. I like to lose as much as I like to win because I think it's fun to be like, oh, I'm going to get you next time, you know, and you just keep playing the game. I will
0: say that, like, when I've played Smash, any Smash game against somebody, and I just fucking dominate them each time... It sucks, because you feel like, I don't know what it is about Smash Brothers compared to other games, but you feel like an
1: asshole yeah. when
0: you win like three times in a row, you're like, ah, no, Jesus.
1: No, you feel like an asshole, and I feel like an asshole when that happens, but there's plenty of people that don't feel That's like an point. asshole. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> they love it that they can just fucking use Marth every single time, which yeah. Marth just has this big overhand attack, and you just can't deflect it. Is that the you one where he, like,
0: it. are you talking about the one where he, this may not even be the right character, but I think he throws <laughs> a sword up in the air, jumps up, yes. grabs it, and then slams the sword down? Yes. And, and it, it does your it whole it does a up. shit
1: load of damage, no yeah. matter what. Like I've been in matches where I only have like a certain percentage of damage that should not knock me off the stage, but I get hit with the Marth thing because there's just somebody doing it over and over. Yeah. And I just fly the fuck off the stage. like it's just completely overpassed. It's ridiculous. yeah, I fuck, you know, pick a cartoon character.
0: I'll say this. Too, I don't
1: respect you it. if you only use fucking human characters. If you just play a solid snake nonstop on one, whatever Smash Brothers that one's on. If that's if that's what you're doing. Get out of here.
0: I uh, the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> the who was the most recent character? I I told you, I think it was from uh, uh, I don't remember from that. the Nintendo Direct at uh, E3 that just happened. It was um
1: Kuya or something.
0: Akuza. The guy from the main character from Tekken. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um he's like the protagonist in the first game and I think he's the antagonist later or something.
1: But. I can live with that because at least it's
0: it's a fighting game it's a fighting game and, and it's not a JRPG
1: and it's very very popular fighting game I'm not into Tekken but lots of people are into Tekken
0: well and here's the important thing for me too because I, I have Smash Brothers Ultimate and I have the DLC pass so I have like a vested interest in all whatever fucking characters are announced for it because I already paid for them um, which in retrospect was stupid no to, well maybe not because I mean even if all of them that they announce are characters I've never heard of I still want them so yeah. I guess whatever. You but you
1: gotta be a completionist about
0: that. Yeah, yeah. But um but you know, the character if I if it's a character I don't know about really, I still wanna get excited about that DLC coming out. So like for Tekken you know, this Tekken character whose name I don't recall off the top of my head and I'm clearly too lazy to look at my phone. Um <laughs> I played Tekken. I've almost i I've played Tekken a small handful of times in my life, but I actually downloaded Tekken on Playstation and just kinda started playing it and playing as that character and everything, because I want to be familiar with that character, and then when it comes out on Smash, I'll be more excited about it. You can be like, cool. Hey, I know this character a little bit. My problem. the reason, well, and I didn't mean to interrupt, although I think we're probably about to say the same thing. Maybe. The issue with the JRPG characters is Tekken, I can download, and I can jump in, and I can get familiar with that character, like, now, and then I can be excited about it when it's available in Smash, I don't feel like you can just jump into a JRPG casually and be like, oh, cool, I know this character now. No. they're fucking time sinks.
1: They are. They're time sinks. They're full of grinding. They're full of... You can't just be, like, casually talking to somebody and playing it at the same time. You need to play a JRPG alone, isolated, so that you can pay attention to every single bit of story detail. And lots of people love doing that. I actually like doing that myself. I was obsessed with... I guess technically Final Fantasy VIII is a JRPG-style game, yeah. but it wasn't s- strictly a JRPG. But anyway, like I just absorbed every fucking instant of that game because I loved it. So I get it. I totally get it. But not, there's got to be very few people that have played every single one of these games to the extent where they would recognize these characters and be yeah. like, Yeah, that's for me, you know? But the cool thing about Smash Brothers originally was that even if you hadn't played all those games, they're still cartoony, fun characters... Like, I remember in the N64 version, Captain Falcon even bothered me a little bit, because I'd never played F-Zero, but even if you play F-Zero, you don't really play as Captain Falcon. Yeah. You're just driving around in a car, you know? Like, most of the time, there's like, I think, cutscenes or something where he comes up or whatever, so you know who he is and stuff. But he seemed really overpowered at the time, because he was the only truly human character, like, man-shaped. Like, there's Ness, of course, you know, technically. Mario and and all those. But those are, like, cartoony guys, you know? And, like, not everybody played fucking Earthbound, but everybody knows who Ness is because he's a little striped shirt kid with a baseball bat and he's got psychic powers. Like, that that's a fun character. But you got a guy that's just, like, got a tuxedo on and a half mask and he was in a JRPG and he just happens to be ten times more powerful than any, than any other characters and faster
0: and everything. So, is, wait, is your issue that... What's your issue, then, with the human-like characters, specifically?
1: Specifically, they seem to be created to... Have more range, or be more overpowered, or faster, oh, or something man. like that. Whereas all the cartoon characters have a—I keep calling them cartoon characters, but you know what I mean. Like more cartoony, like Kirby, Mario, what Yoshi. What about Link?
0: Who I mean, Link's not necessarily overpowered. He's a good balanced character. I feel like. Yeah, he's a pretty I mean, he's balanced. He's human. He's a well. I mean, Helian, but you know what I mean. He's a humanoid character.
1: I guess I can't really articulate it very well, but like. And they're just, But yeah, he's a well-balanced character. He's got attributes from his game in it, yeah. and they're very interesting, recognizable, full attributes. They're like whole attributes instead of having like, oh, this, like Joker, he's one of the guys that, not Joker from Batman, of course, Joker from four,
0: Persona 5 or something like How that. How many people do you think downloaded the Joker DLC? Thinking it was Joker, I just yeah. just didn't pay attention, like, oh, what the fuck, Joker? And yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. But that guy, he doesn't have like recognizable things. He doesn't have a big bomb he takes out. He doesn't make eggs. He doesn't suck you in and like take your powers. He doesn't do anything that's like a whole thing that you can instantly <laughs> you recognize. He
0: doesn't make eggs. I didn't connect it to Yoshi. Yoshi. <laughs> I was picturing someone cooking eggs. He doesn't cook eggs. He for doesn't God make sake. eggs. He's a fucking terrible and
1: like terrible house guest. Seriously, like like Marth from Fire Emblem. Oh,
0: look at that! He's got a cape and a sword shucks, like... So is it that you think they're too generic, then? Yeah, like, you can't... Because I don't have a problem with the human... I don't even really have a problem with the JRPG characters, other than I just felt like they had too many from that genre.
1: I can't jump into Smash Bros. Ultimate, and half of the characters, I can't even, like, have fun with them, because, like, they don't have anything that looks cool or seems cool, unless you know that character intimately. Like, Joker doesn't have, like... A special car or a special like identifying factor like Yoshi's eggs Mario's fireballs Kirby's sucking you in and, like Link's bombs and arrows and yeah. stuff you don't, they don't have things like that they're just like super cool style things homage to the fucking thing that they came from it's just annoying like when whenever one of the DLC characters I was trying to get like for a while I was b- borrowing my sister's Switch and Smash Brothers before I had the Series X so that the kids would have something to do when they came over here and uh every time i would get a couple of dlc characters and uh, you know benefited my sister because she's letting me borrow this i gave her some dlc characters blah 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 and then uh you know they kept picking the jrpg ones because they play those and they enjoy those and that's great it's fine i still think they're op so you know maybe you should try some cartoon characters kids sometimes but whatever anyway all i'm saying is uh when I saw like Piranha Plant, for instance, I was like, "Holy shit!" Yes, Piranha <laughs> Plant was a goofy ass character. It's also really fun to play. It turns so. out it's a really fun character to yeah. play. Instead of just pumping full of like random shit like this, why don't they include more things like that? Like maybe Boo, for instance, might be a fun character Boo'd to have. Awful. The fuck are you talking about? No, man. Maybe you could do a limited range phasing move. Like for his dodge or something, mm. where he's like, like turns into the invisible Boo or something. I'm not sold on but.
0: And actually, I will say, I as much as I wanted Waluigi in the game, I will. I don't know. There are a ton of Mario characters in that game already. If we're gonna talk about, if we're gonna give them shit for having too many JRPG characters, we can't in the same breath. Also, want them to have more Mario characters. We can though, because Mario characters and things. <laughs> we like can that. though, because this is our fucking podcast. That's right,
1: motherfucker. <laughs> no, but things like Mega Man and Mario and Sonic and Pac Man and all this—these are iconic, easily not only easily recognizable, but for people that somehow don't know who they are, they're just fun. Yeah, that's what appealed to them in the to us in the first place I when will we say played that those. There
0: are there are characters that have been in some of the smash brothers games that i wasn't really familiar with from their original games and i had fun playing as them and i do have a harder time getting into some of the newer dlc characters that i don't recognize because you're right they it does seem like there's just not some you know they have like an overarching theme to them but it's not something that really grabs you unless you know that character but honestly my, my biggest complaint has just been they just have too many characters from that one genre of jrpg that's really my only thing yeah. And and fuck it. I mean, I'm, let's be clear about what my least opinion on this is. Smash Brothers Ultimate is still a fucking masterclass in yeah, a video game. It's really good. And they could if every. I guess there's only really one left, but if the last character ended up being like a random fucking shopkeep from some obscure ass JRPG I've never played. I'm still, the best fighting game I've ever played. Yeah, best it's, entry in the Smash Brothers series, and I'll put it up against Melee if somebody wants to say differently. I mean, it is the
1: best. Yeah, It's just you know a really good example of what I was talking about is Pokemon. I can't like I don't know any th- Pokemon past the first one fifty one that I played whenever I was a kid. Yeah. but even people that don't know anything about Pokemon. Can play as Pikachu and say, "Oh, this is a nice little like yellow mouse thing that shoots lightning. Cool." Yeah. But when they play as Marth, they're like, "Oh, guy with cape and sword." You know what I'm saying? Which is also this the description is the of
0: many characters in Smash Bros. Yes, many characters. For God's yeah. sake, for that's, yeah, sake. that's a good point. That's what um, I'm talking about. It's that's... so basically the point is, if you know, I keep calling it JRPG characters
1: as the problem, but the problem is just like. There's characters that can be easily absorbed by people that don't even know what they are, and people that do know what they are don't have to think back on all the hundreds of hours they spent playing Mario. They're just like, oh, Mario. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're yeah. not like, oh, yeah, I kind of remember that character. Yeah, he was. I didn't play as him very much in that 400-hour RPG that I played when I was 12 or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah
0: yeah it, you know you mentioned uh the pokemon characters too um and i've actually started to become more familiar with a lot of these pokemon like because i I've, I've mentioned magnezone a couple episodes back and you're like i don't fucking know
1: who yeah that i don't is. know who that is yeah. but it, i'm assuming is like a, a cow that's on fire or something like and he's if like, i saw him and i understood that he had like a, a fi- cow
0: that's on fire <laughs> i don't know magnezone why did i even say that like that wouldn't be a pokemon fire cow
1: yeah, I think yeah. there even is a fire cow. Is there? I, I don't think. even know why I, I fucking sound know.
0: surprised. There's a fire horse.
1: But, like, if, if you fire got fire an horses, animal actually. that's, like, shooting ice out of its ass or something, like, okay, I get it. There's an animal shooting ice out of its ass. But if you got mysterious tuxedo guy number three that does a move where he's turned around, like, yeah. come on, man. <laughs> Not creative. Who that's do you all think, I'm saying.
0: Okay, well, there's one DLC, and, and this will end our discussion on Smash Bros. Yeah, sorry, that's been okay. way too long. Yeah, There's one DLC slot left, as far as I know. I don't think they're going to announce any characters after that. So there's one slot that we don't know who the character is. Just wild pipe dream. Doesn't matter if anyone else likes it. Who do you want it to be? Hmm. You know, the first thing that comes to mind... Wait, can I guess? Because you're looking over there. Yeah, I'm looking know, over there. You're looking at your games, and I think I know who you're going to say. Can I guess? Okay, I actually have two that
1: I was going to say. One of one of these two. Okay. What do you think? Conquer. That was one of them. Right. I was going to say conquer because he was a property just like any of these other ones. Uh-huh. He just happened to be a gross property. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think anybody would have an, I- an issue with that because it's not like you can go out and find Conker's Bad Fur Day and the equipment to play it on. And I don't think they sell it on the Nintendo stores because it's rated mature.
0: Yeah. although that's another reason though that he probably wouldn't be in the game is because they're not selling it on the Switch, whatever but again though, hey, the rule here in this discussion is doesn't matter what anyone else thinks of it for some reason Nintendo gave you a million dollars to license whatever character you want, Conker. The other one yeah, I would pick Conker,
1: top pick but okay. the other one that I was going to say is Dixie Kong Dixie Kong
0: would be fun, yeah but she has, yeah, that would be awesome because she could do like grab moves with her yeah. hair, yeah I like it. Yeah, there's they've got
1: D- Diddy and Donkey Kong. Why not Dixie Kong? And you could do alternate. Yeah, actually, just the whole Kong family. Like they could do like a. You have Donkey Kong, you have Diddy, and then you have Kong family, and you know maybe there's just
0: slight variance. Kind of like with the uh, the the little bosses. What the fuck do they Oh, go- uh, the Koopalings. The Koopalings. You can do yeah. uh, the main character is Bowser Junior, but then the alternate costumes of the Koopalings. Yeah.
1: yeah. Al- although I would think that I mean they're all different enough to where like if you had maybe maybe you know what ideally if they were going to do the whole Kong thing I would do Dixie Kong as a standalone character and then the Kongs and yeah. just have like Cranky and Swanky and um, Funky and all s- all those sleepy, like, s- stupid random ones like Dopey, dopey Bashful Doc yeah. and all those and stabby the little baby one I know you love three for some reason but the little baby one could be included in that I don't think that he would do well as a standalone character because he already got a big bulky one in Donkey yeah. Kong
0: so but... I don't even remember the baby what he's one of the main you no no do- no I mean I don't remember his name is what I mean I remember I think he was called Baby Kong no he wasn't oh. that's stupid <laughs> I don't know <laughs> yeah, that, that's
1: a stupid in a game about sentient apes that yeah, are what the fuck collecting are bananas and
0: one of them's named Diddy. Anyway, conquer Dixie. What about you? What would um, you think? By the way, I was gonna say there is a Dixie Kong me fighter costume. You can get like the hat, eh, but then there's like nothing not the else for same. it. I made. I'll show you sometime because I made a semi convincing Dixie Kong. I got really fucking good at making me fighters because I got really into it. Um, okay, character no one else has to give a shit about. Yes. They just have to deal with it because I wanted it. Yeah. Starman from Pro Wrestling. The NES game, Pro Wrestling, that's just what it was called. It was made by Nintendo. We talked about this on Turtle Mania. Yeah. Um, Nintendo just made a wrestling game for the NES just called Pro Wrestling. It had a roster of these kind of very colorful characters. One of them was Starman, which was a luchador from space. And he had a pink... And that's pretty he cool. He wore like a pink tights with like blue accents and he had a blue star on his mask And uh, he did all kinds of, you know, he did like a somersault kick where he's like, whoop, and he like grappled you and he jumped up and kicked you in the chest and then did a backflip. I mean, that sounds like it would be pretty cool. Yeah, I could totally. And they don't really have very many grappling-based characters. They have, um, what's that one Pokemon? um, He's like a fire guy. Uh. (laughs) He's like a fire wrestler. I don't remember his name. Incineroar. Incineroar. Yeah. Um, they have him he's kind of grappling based but that, I thought that would be cool yeah. um, no one else would want it or even know who it is or they would hear Starman and they're like the power up for Mario was that what you're talking about so no one else would want that ever but I would want it no, fuck no. everybody else it sounds, it sounds pretty good fuck everybody else Nick you're right you're right yeah Yeah. anyway <laughs> um, so that was our un Unscheduled Smash Brothers discussion. That yeah, was Total order. rant. That was not on our agenda, and I think we talked about that for like eight days just yeah. now. I I missed a birthday during that discussion. Damn. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah, so do we have anything else we need to <laughs> touch on here? We don't have anything we have to touch on. It's our fucking podcast. Oh, uh hey, I did have something I was gonna share. Yeah. Um I mentioned this uh I mentioned this to Nick earlier, so while I was editing our uh, Best Of episode that aired last week, the Best of Seasons 1 and 2, um, I I heard and was reminded of the time that I talked about the creepy spam text that I got. Ah, yes. Which was to remind everybody, if you didn't see this or listen to this episode or listen to last week's episode, it, <clears throat> I received a text that said, Friends will not recognize you. <laughs> Which was probably, and there was a link, and it was probably something about a beauty product, but it really sounded like they were going to make a mask out of my face. Yeah. Um, So, a couple weeks ago, I got this text message, and it's from another spam number. I'm going to try to read it to you as closely as I can to what the actual verbatim message is. We always have faith in you, Daddy. We know that you couldn't reveal to him that we got six of them ready. And then there's a link. And that's it! What the fuck does this mean? (laughs) We we always have faith in you, Daddy. It's weird getting a a spam text that addresses you as Daddy, first of all. We always have faith in you, Daddy. We know that you couldn't reveal to him that we got six of them ready. What the fuck, man. I and i What could they uh, possibly be targeting? What could it mean? Like I I want so bad to click on this link. Here, I'll uh, do it for you. No, you're not gonna <laughs> do it for
1: me. Well what is the let See, it's, I'm not gonna read it out loud, but
0: it's fucking I, I actually googled the I Googled the URL. Yeah. Um and it came up with nothing. Of so course. yeah. Um so fuck. I don't know. It was weird though. We know that you couldn't reveal to him that we got six of them ready. Uh, did they think I was interrogated? Like... Uh. And then what are the six that we got ready that I couldn't reveal to him? Ugh. What scenario? What was Nick? your old number like a human trafficking number or something, man? You know, maybe. Fuck that, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Between that and like friends are not going to recognize you. I don't like it. I don't like this at all. Do the two <laughs> Am URLs I in
1: are the two URLs similar?
0: No, yeah, I'm pretty sure it? they're not. I don't know. I'm I'm afraid to look at the you other get one. Get <laughs> off that screen. I'm afraid you're going to actually t- like tap it accidentally. God, I, I want to know what it would lead to, but I'm pretty sure the answer is my own death. Maybe if you uh, went to, like, a library
1: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, don't. <laughs> well, you know what? Don't
0: do that. You, you that's the, the shittiest <laughs> recommendation. You're like, I just go to a public library and... <laughs> you know, you could uh, You You could
1: do this. You could go buy a burner phone, because they have burner smartphones now. Uh, a burner, if you haven't watched Breaking Bad, that's a phone that's just, like, yeah, not yeah. tied to anything. You don't have to, like, sign up with an account or anything. Get a burner phone, uh get like go to a McDonald's like two states away from you, turn it on, download a VPN app, turn on VPN, VPN somewhere else, then type the link in and go to the link
0: and see what happens. I've been watching i l I've been binge watching Unsolved Mysteries lately. I don't know if I mentioned that on the podcast. That's
1: how you do you want to die in an unsolved mystery because that's how you die in an unsolved mystery yeah
0: I was going to say this I'm already picturing even though like smartphones weren't a thing when this when the original show was on I'm already picturing Robert Stack like Jeff Silvers was never heard from again or something like that like after as I'm like as they're showing the reenactment of me going to a McDonald's like you know it was the last time anyone had seen Jeff Silvers alive if you have any information don't yeah. And then it's like, update. Yeah, he's dead. He's dead as shit. He's they dead Huh? They oh. found him, and oh my god, friends did not recognize him. <laughs> Daddy, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> turns out he had six of them ready. <laughs> <sighs> not oh, not man. cool, man. You know, as we've been recording this episode, I gotta be honest, it's more than normal. I've been doing a lot of thinking of like, I wonder how much of this is going to make it to the final episode. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, I mean
0: we got is the rambliest episode times. yet. Yeah, but uh, anyway, um, you know, I I think this has been a good season. Um, I think, and, and, yeah, and really covered a lot of interesting topics. We did. And um, we have, uh, I don't know, as I picked up your guitar pick for some reason and started looking at it while I was speaking. Um, Thanks. You know, <laughs> yeah. Next season we're gonna have. Um, <laughs> 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 I just moved the guitar pick away. <laughs> Why did you do that? I don't know.
1: I just automatically
0: did it. Alright. When you're a guitarist, you gotta wrangle your picks, you know what I'm saying? I guess. Next season I'm I'm hoping we uh there are a couple topics I hope we get to cover. Like I'd really want to do the Mega Man episode next season. We're oh, yeah. definitely doing another one. Turtle Mania next uh, Turtle at least Turtle Mania Turtle Mania at least one more next You might get two more next season. I those episodes are really going to knock orc molesters off the cliff,
1: if you know what I'm saying.
0: No, I'm not talking about AI Dungeon. I know.
1: But that's the first instance of Turtle Mania. Uh, that was right? the first time we those, about those Turtle Mania. Those yeah. tipping the Turtle fans out there, the hardcore fans will know but what I'm talking per- about.
0: We technically never established they were child... They, we just said perverts. They were just called perverts.
1: Oh, well, I didn't say child anything. I just said molesters. Oh, touche. <laughs> That doesn't
0: mean I mean a purpose. How, how much
1: unsolved mysteries have you been fucking watching, man?
0: Come on. <laughs> Does anyone even We're talking about because we did the AI we should we should try another AI dungeon episode. I don't think we've here's more behind the scenes bullshit for you people, because I know you guys just love this so much. Um we tried an AI dungeon episode we did. as a follow up to the first one we did. We tried it like a couple episodes later. In it fact sucked. In fact, that was one of the reasons there was such that we ended up having to do a season one and stop it because the seventh yeah. episode that we recorded and didn't end up using was a second AI Dungeon episode. That's right. And we couldn't use it because it sucked.
1: It like royally sucked, yeah. It was
0: the worst. It was such a weird disparity between how I don't know how great anyone else thought it was. Nick and I definitely had a fun fucking time with the first AI Dungeon episode. Oh, yeah. It was a blast. The second time we tried it, it was like AI Dungeon was actively trying to sabotage our efforts to do anything interesting. Yeah, it
1: was terrible. We, we had to control it a lot with the little function where you tell what the story is happening. Like, yeah. you're making it up yourself, which that's no fun, because why don't you just make up a story then, if
0: that's yeah. what you're doing. I remember it kept trying to do weird shit, like oh, you walk into a portal, and then you walk into the room you were just in, and we're like alright, we'll walk away from that. You know, let's do this other thing, and it's like You walk through the portal. I'm like, no, he didn't. Nope. Why?
1: So yeah, we, but we, like the first time, that all that cool stuff happened. Like that's where Turtle Mania came from. Is Turtle Mania, and we bashed Jim's head in, and his brains. Yeah, went like everywhere. you were wrestling some character, and it's like, and you yell Turtle
0: Mania. Yeah, that was like a supremely funny moment. We threw perverts into a canyon and killed yeah. ogres and shit. It was it was great. That's great. And then the second time, it was just unmitigated boring horseshit, and yep. so we just didn't. Yeah, truly didn't unbelievable. Remember. And if if we ever have, if we really have like hardcore fans who are like, oh, but I really want to hear that episode, too bad. Because I don't even think we still have it. <laughs> Pretty well, sure we still got f-
1: it. Do we? You know what? I I'll tell you I'll I don't tell think you we what? ever uploaded it. If we get 10 people that email us, 10 of them, we want we to up it to 20?
0: I want to up it to, like, 10,000 because I don't want to mess oh, with that fucking
1: episode. Jeez. Oh, okay. But
0: we will record another AI Dungeon episode, or at least we'll make another attempt at it. I don't know.
1: Yeah, if you have any ideas for what we can feed the AI Dungeon to or make it. Or just ideas for episodes, period. Really. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. let us know. Whatever um, Do we want to give a shout-out to... We got an email in.
0: Oh, yeah. Our yeah. good friend Addison.
1: Yes, over at Pocketoid Podcast. You should check that out. Which is awesome, by the cool way. Very cool podcast.
0: Almost as many listeners as us. Very yeah, close. No, they are, they're actually... Pretty, no, they're, they're, pretty, they're, they're pretty big, actually. Yeah, they're a pretty <laughs> successful podcast. They're, I'm, I might go as far as to say I think they're one of the more popular podcasts dedicated to, like, handheld gaming specifically. And, they you know, so they do a lot of, like, DS and Switch stuff and all that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very cool stuff. So, yeah, thanks for emailing in, uh, just saying hey and everything. Yeah. So if you had anything, any ideas for anything, anybody email us tipping the turtle gaming at gmail.com we're gonna go on a hiatus for a little while yep. while we develop more content but we will be back and we will be posting to our social media
0: yeah um, well and we'll be posting to that in the interim too because there are gonna yeah. be some i'm expecting i i had some news i was hoping i would be able to share on this episode and it's not ready in time but um probably between seasons we're gonna have a few different announcements related to this show and Possibly related to some other content we might be doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's that? What? What did Jeff say? Oh, fucking no! I didn't hear it because I wasn't listening. It's so fucking late. God damn it! <laughs> All right, look, guys, it's been it's been a good season. I appreciate everybody that's left yeah, comments and yeah, listened to us and especially this episode because what the fuck have we done? And who's this that just walked in the room that wants to also give you a thanks,
1: old buddy? Is it Tatum Joe? It's Tatum Joe. I'm right here. I'm back. I'm in
0: the room now. Hey. All right, well, that's all I got to say. Wait, wait. What about, I think we need, before we can wrap up this season, because he did not get to say goodbye in season one because it ended so abruptly, Vince Perry. What are you talking about me? Yeah, there he is. It's Vince Perry. Oh, hey, it's Vince Perry. I fucking hey, exist. All right. You made action fifty two, and no one. I've been knows waiting for a in hour this hour fucking now. corner for six months to say goodbye. Hey, I'm sorry, dude. You fucking asshole. Oh man. I just want to say thanks for listening to this fucking podcast, and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we'll see you next season. Bye. Bye. Tipping the turtle is the only retro gaming podcast, but don't Google that. It's hosted by Jeff Silvers and Nick Bryant, with music by Nick Bryant and produced by Jeff Silvers. Follow us at facebook.com tippingtheturtle or email us at tippingtheturtlegaming at gmail.com.